Welcome to the Ikna Sisters Weekly Iman Booster Series. Today's topic is an important one, especially nowadays. It's about your mental well-being. We get so caught up with our day-to-day actions of work, actions of school, our husband, our kids, our chores, and so on and so forth, and that we get worn out. Or even by seeing what's happening around us with our political and social environment with COVID, all of this is anxiety-inducing. But have we taken the time to address those feelings, this state of being? Do we even acknowledge them or do we push them aside and power through our day? So what is our mental well-being and why is it important? Your mental well-being, it, it's, um, it includes your emotional, your psychological, and social well-being. Everything that you go through, uh, that goes through your mind, everything that you feel affects your physical health, right? So whatever you feel, stress, anger, sadness, joys, is literally registered in your body. It manifests its, itself in some way or form. So we need to be aware of what we are feeling. And now I'm not saying don't feel. I'm saying to feel, but find the root cause of it, right? Because when you don't do this, you'll go through something about like lashing out on others. So let's say you got into a fight with your mother-in-law or your sister-in-law or your husband or X, Y, Z, right? You take that anger and then you start yelling at your kids. You take that anger and do a poor job at work, right? All of this like ends up, moving somewhere else. The emotions are going to come out. The feelings are going to come out. Now, are they going to come out productively or negatively? Are they going to come out in the right direction? Did some innocent bystander get affected or, you know, you were able to process it and work through it? So all of these things come into place, right? So again, when you're upset, when you're angry, you're in your stress, you know, when you're sad, when you're happy, find out why. Find out why am I feeling this way? Um, so what are those steps that you can uh, do to alleviate those feelings, uh, so that you do not fall into a pit that you cannot get out of when you have an awareness of your feelings and you're able to navigate through them, you can then realize your full potential. You can cope with stress better. Your work productivity will increase, and then you could be the best you for you, for your families, for your communities, right? And what I'm addressing today isn't new. Everything that I have mentioned has to do with balancing oneself and not falling into the wave of our emotions, but also not feeling anything at all. So at this point, I actually want to introduce another concept about materialism, right? So Surat Al-Kahf, right? We've, we've heard this verse, we've seen this verse, right? And it is, and verily, we have made that which on earth as an adornment for it in order that we may test them, mankind, as to which of them are best in deeds. Right? Um, right? So, subhanAllah, what does this ayah say? What does this ayah say? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put everything in this world as an adornment right? It could be the physical, like the trees, the fruits, the drinks. It could be our children. It could be our wealth. It could be every single thing. Now, we have this notion of we need to achieve certain lifestyle here. I want this. I need this. I want pretty clothes. I want jewelry, right? And uh, there's actually so many 
like articles, psychological articles in which that it says materialism is linked to mental health, right? And in fact, uh, you know, some, some points from this article that I was able to pull up that materialists are actually very sad people, that uh, materialism is associated with levels of well-being lower levels of well-being, less pro-social interact and interpersonal behavior, more ecologically destructive behavior, and worse academic outcomes, right? So when you become more materialistic, the more insecure you become. And and this is, you know, this is something nothing new. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, do not use this world as your guidance. Like this is not where you need to achieve. You need to achieve for Jannah. You need to achieve... Um, for our final destination, which is, you know, the hereafter, not here. So when we get caught up with our day-to-day here, like I need to have the perfect and the most comfortable life in this world, that is when our feelings, our security, our mental well-being goes down the drain, right? So subhanAllah, all of these things are related. Not only that, what is what else is materialism related to? Media exposure, so when we are on Instagram and on Facebook and we're posting and we're like, look at me, I went here or look at me, I, I did this, this constant like showing off to the world, right? Where you're showing everyone that you're having a great life, but you're feeling insecure and alone. And then what you don't realize is by posting this, you're making someone else feel like their life isn't great. You're never going to be satisfied because you're looking at comparison in this world. Those who are who are have tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those who are secure with themselves in their rub, they do not need, feel the need to constantly post, to constantly obtain more wealth, to constantly be like, I have a comfortable life in this world. They are grateful, right? Subhanallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us a just nation, a middle nation, a balanced nation. In Surah Al-Baqarah, verse um, number 143, right? A nation that is justly balanced. What does this mean? It means that we know where our place is and we know what our future is. Yes, we will take what we need to survive in this world, but we will not overextend, right? Um, and, 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 you know, like, um, when we overextend in this world, like psychologists actually say this, right? And this is, you know, in the APA's website and all of these things, there's different articles. They say materialists are unhappy because they neglect their real psychological needs. And I'm going to go a a step further and say they neglect their soul. Their soul that is trying to get back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, trying to find solace in something more concrete than these things that are going to go away into dust. This is where we are going wrong and we need to reflect. Find an example in our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi that under who understood his greater purpose. He connected everything that he felt back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have seen this if we study his life. He did not go through periods of happy times. He went through hard times. We have a year in our seerah called the year of sadness where he lost his two biggest supporters. Did he not feel? Did he not go through troubles? How did he get through it? It was by having tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
having sabr during the hard times and having shukr during the good times and the bad times every single action was related back to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there is an example that i that i really really like um that uh my mom told me actually and allah bless her that uh, you know imagine the situation this is how mindful the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was right and this is something that we need to emulate it was eid now, Eid is a joyous equation. You're, we're caught up. We're like, oh, look at our new outfits. We're going to be eating. We're going to have parties. We're going to hang out with our families. Like, we're in this mindset. It's celebration. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given this to celebrate. Now, it was Eid during the Prophet Sallallahu time. And while uh, this is a hadith that I am paraphrasing, my mom told me in Urdu. So, um, so it was a, uh, while uh, while all the celebrations were going on forth there was a boy that was crying sitting down and crying the prophet sallallahu noticed him and he went up to him and he was just like why are you crying right and the the child responded i'm an orphan you know my my father passed away and my mom got remarried i have no one uh, to put their hand over my head right i have no family Right, this he was upset. He was sad. Everyone else was celebrating. This child had nowhere to go. And the Prophet Muhammad look how he like talked to him. He noticed him amongst the entire joyous crowd. He went up to him, and when he heard him story, like why are you upset? He was like, how would you like it if Fatima radhiAllahu anha was your sister? The child looked up. How would you like it if I was your father? And the child was like, yes. Right? And he was joyous and the Prophet Sallallahu ended up taking care of him. SubhanAllah. Right? Like the biggest thing and the counteraction, uh, the counteract of materialism is being aware of our surroundings. So once you figured out what's happening within yourselves, how to deal with your emotions, are we being materialistic or not? Are we treating this world as a test or not? Is Do we have the waqal in Allah? Are we emulating the Prophet ﷺ? The next step is also to look at her in our communities. What is happening in our communities, my dear sisters? How um, How is your neighbor doing? How is our masjid, like people that used to come to the masjid doing? Did you check up on them? Right? What is the rates of suicide in our Muslim community or any type of addictions? Or is anyone going through a hard time? Do someone needs food? Does something is there something going on in our community or are we just caught up in our own lives? Are we being aware, like take an issue, right? Obviously this doesn't work right now because of COVID, but look look at our massages. Are the youth coming? Why aren't the youth coming? Look at the youth. Maybe, maybe you know what? The girls are having a harder time wearing hijab. Why are they having a harder time wearing hijab? Um, why, why are we the youth not able to connect? Whatever it may be, right? Look around us. What are we lacking? How can we fill that void? The Prophet ﷺ did everything he could do to fill that void and bring the community back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Are we doing our part? Being uh, Having mental health mental well-being is not just ourselves it's just not just you know our lives here it has to connect with our hereafter our tawakkul in allah and it doesn't just rely on us but it also has to do with our communities we are one body if one part of our body is feeling pain then the rest of the body will feel pain that is the analogy of a muslim ummah are we feeling pain how could we be at sukoon when the rest of our Muslim brothers and sisters are not? 
And this all ties into mental health, my dear brothers and sisters. So again, I'm going to leave off here. I want you guys to work for the future by proper, properly living, productively living in the present. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum.